The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm your host, Michael Dow, and I'm joined tonight by Sue Timberlake. Hey there. And John Roberts running the board. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about politics tonight. Um, So here's a few uh, basic things we want to mention, though, before we get started. Uh, First off, we'd love to hear from our listeners. Uh, So please drop us a line whenever you can. Uh, You can do that in a few different ways. For one thing, uh, civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org is our email. At civilpoliticsfm is our Twitter. And uh, uh, our Facebook community is facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio. You can also find our website, which is quite simply civilpoliticsradio.com. And uh, we've got recordings of previous episodes of the show there. all kinds of uh, supplemental episodes and links to things we've written about and uh, stuff Jammer finds during the show. So, yeah, so uh, that's worth checking out. Oh, that's right. So uh, I also want to mention before I uh, get distracted that we do have... Before? Yes. (laughs) Uh, I do want to mention that um, uh, we did have, for the past three weeks, we had three guests on... um, uh, Penny Geis, Hanuman uh, Gulman, and uh, Rachel Maori, who are all uh, running uh, in Ward 7 in a special uh, election that's coming up, sort of a preliminary... Runoff kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like to knock three down to two for the general ballot. So that's going to be Tuesday, September 17th. If you're in Ward 7 in Northampton... <clears throat> um, that would be, uh, uh, you know, something to, to get on. The rest of us will just have to only look thing on, on the jealousy. ballot. Yeah. yeah, the only thing on the ballot. How much fun is that? <laughs> yeah. Um, just it, in in larger uh, measure, because it's it's something I guess one or two people have asked us about. We are certainly interested in having uh, local pol- politicians on. We are interested in having people uh, who are running for office on. Um, but we do only have so much time and so many slots. And part of the whole civil politics thing means that we do try to make sure that we have, we, 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 we give everybody an equal amount of time, an, an equal opportunity. In that particular race. Right. Yeah. Not everyone necessarily wants to hop on. But so, uh, you know, the idea of having all of the candidates for Northampton City Council on is a cool one. And we'd love to do it. But um, they're just we just don't have enough time. Enough hours in the... Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, if Sue, who's done all the legwork on all of these uh, uh, candidate appearances we've had so far, uh, uh, is keeps doing the legwork, we may get uh, some more candidates on. Um, and when we do, we tend to focus on uh, races that are contested. So, you know, in a race where, where there's no opposition, um, that, well... Again, we're not uninterested in having politicians and elected officials on, but 
uh, in terms of covering we, we a race, to, there's we, no race. We have to be fair and, and make sure we can put everybody on for that particular race if we put one on. So right. And I think it's less part. and I think it's less interesting and important if, you know, it's like I am running and for this office and no one is running against me. So, meh, you know, well, like, there are a lot of races that have two, but then they didn't have the preliminary race. So sure. they have that'll be November for them. So Right. So um, but even in the Northampton City Council, I don't think all of those people are running opposed. Right. No. Right. No, I'm right. just saying that of right. the eight so, plus the at-large, right. the seven plus at-large. Anyway, so so uh, it, it's not that we love Ward 7 more than we love any other ward, though it is where our studio is, so that sort of brought it to our <laughs> attention. I won't lie. Um, but uh, we, we are certainly interested in having other candidates on, and uh, I, I don't know. I, I are you so- going to try and do—you um, you were talking about the um, Neil versus— um, Morse, uh, Alex Morse. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd love. To, well, I'd, I want to have Alex Morse on, anyways, because I'd yeah. love to talk to the mayor of Holyoke about that, especially as I'm planning to open a business there. You know, um, I, I, I'm suddenly much more. Is this tit for tat? No, it's <laughs> oh, not good. that. Sorry, no, I don't want to give that impression at all. Thank you for asking. No, yeah. I just mean like I've gone from like, oh yeah, Holyoke, to like suddenly, oh Holyoke. I'm much more interested in the minutia of how the city is functioning and city government and everything like that. When See, I'm, and for me, it's all about Washington, so. <laughs> sure, sure. And who's running Markey? I'm a small Is that Mar- a Kennedy that's running against Markey? It, well, he hasn't announced that he, <laughs> he's announced that he's thinking about it. It's Joe, Joe K. the third, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a small-minded, selfish person. That's why I'm suddenly <laughs> like, wait, Holyoke, what? Oh, okay, you know. <laughs> oh, here comes I, John I used to pay more attention to Northampton he's, when he's I ran He's going to take us to school now. Yeah, go I ahead. Think, I think we need to, everybody needs to remember that um, in, in our system, uh, local politics has a great amount of power. Yes. Um, in some ways, more power than Washington. Uh, so uh, everybody should pay attention to both, to Washington and to your local, your state uh, politics and, and politicians. Uh, just think about all of the uh, abortion laws that are being passed. Absolutely. The, those are just, that's just state. That has nothing to do with the federal government. In fact, they're trying to stop the feds. Exactly. Yep. They're trying to um, overrule the feds, which is kind of the point of the the United States system. Yeah, that there's so, a checks and balance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the states have more power than the federal government. Mm, in not, some, in Depends on the day. But they have topic. independent <laughs> authority, so they can do stuff that... Yeah, it depends on it depends on 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 what situation you're talking about. But the overall, um, my understanding is the the overall system is supposed to be the states have power. They relinquish power to the to the federal government, uh, so they can so they don't have to fight all all the time and make treaties between between the states. That's more explicitly the Articles of Confederation. But that is actually a great segue to talking about. Uh, what uh, Sue was like, we should talk about Brexit. It is because forcing it through because well because the big news uh, on the the front of Brexit. Could I do? I hope nobody's four snoozing. quick events since oh, you did I'm the seventeenth. So sorry, because I was. I, I, I said, <laughs> what a great should, segue! You that should was announce perfect. Yeah. Uh, 
So yeah. you said the 17th, and that's a special, uh, special preliminary here, here just, in just District in 7 North, Northampton. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just in Northampton. On September 10th, and you'll remember this when I mention it, because we, we just started mm-hmm. to talk about it, and then we had to go on the air. So uh, Dan Bishop, a Republican, and uh, Dan McCready, a Democrat, are running in South Carolina because they threw the election out. Do you remember that? Oh, right, because of outright voter fraud. Fraud, yeah. yeah. And so Mark Harris, who had won, isn't even running. Yeah. And so the re-election, the redo is September 10th, so I think a lot of people will be watching that to see what happens. Which one's the Republican? Uh, Republican is Dan Bishop. Mm. He's a Methodist. Um, Dan McCready is the Democrat. He's a U.S. Marine. I don't know much more about him than that. But it's it's a great, I think it's a great example of our democracy that they could actually throw the election out. The You're other, right. I, I, I've heard a bit about that because someone I follow on Twitter, Dr. Sarah Tabor, actually lives in that district. Oh, so she'll, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so watching that'll be fun. Uh, so I'm working backwards Thursday, September 5th, uh, next Thursday. Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Depends when this, airs, this show airs. But anyway, September 5th. As we record, it's six two, days from now. Hmm. Yeah, 2019 from 630 to 830 at the Leeds uh, School in Leeds here in Northampton. Uh, there'll be a debate of the very same candidates that we interviewed over the last Oh, three all three weeks. of them? All three of them. So it's sponsored by um, the Leeds Business Association. So that's pretty cool because that's part of Board 7, too. Yeah. And then on September 4th, and actually I'm missing a citation for this, uh, all of the Democratic candidates for president will be on, I think it's CNN. Yes. But it's a special climate change. And it's not a debate. Each one is going to get like 40 minutes, so it goes from 5 p.m. till midnight. So for those like me who love politics... Oh, okay. Yeah, so, it's very, so this is not a debate. This is, is a, a, Each gets to talk for 40 minutes? It's a town hall. Town, town hall. hall, okay. Yeah. I think it's... I actually don't know what station it's on, but I'm sure it'll be broadcast how, a bunch of How places. many candidates ten. are they having? Oh, the 10 who are going to be on the it debate stage? It is on stage? CNN. CN, it is on CNN, so... So, but anyway, if you like climate change, <laughs> you want to know I, I, where they I'm stand. I'm appalled by climate change, <laughs> but I do think it's good to talk about. <laughs> oh, good point. Well said. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt because you know I want to no, talk about I, what. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> yeah, the parliamentary versus us who have a written constitution. Is that right? I'm not well, a historian, that's, so, so. That, that's that's part of what. That's part of why it was a good segue. So, yeah. the biggest news in in uh, Brexit. And please don't go away, listeners. <laughs> um, I'll control them. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, good. Just don't cut off my mic. Um, Just turn it down and put on nice music so they'll keep right. listening. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the part of Michael Dow tonight will be played by Muzak, <laughs> streaming from a random source. Uh, some operatic. Uh... Yeah, anyway. There's some. <laughs> yes, the girl from Ipanema. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's funny. Welcome to <laughs> Civil Politics, your your channel for easy listening <laughs> and politics. Okay, so uh, uh, the this big is a news... good opportunity to go get something from the fridge. Right. No, I think I time to control. Time to control. Yeah, the, let's. Uh, what are we? What are we talking about here? Brexit and I'm, the historical. I swear, thing. I'm getting to it. All right. <laughs> All right, thank you. So, uh, uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson has uh, asked the Queen uh, to prorogue Parliament. So, uh, funny language aside, what that basically means is uh, he... uh, Suspend? It's Parliament's being suspended. Uh, 
it's not something Parliament itself gets to uh, vote on, which they would for uh, other forms of adjournment or for for dissolving to hold new elections. Uh, this is something that the uh, that the law vests uh, in the Prime Minister, serving as sort of Britain's executive, and. Uh, technically, it's phrased as a request to the Queen, but like everything else that comes from the government, uh, the Queen, in theory, can say no, and in practice, never does. Well, and doesn't get in the middle of things, so this is a hot right. one. Because they get this suspension every year for a few days, but this is a much extended they, they, they one. They don't, well, it's not between necessarily sessions. every year. But so the one, one difference between Parliament and Congress uh is that Congress serves for fixed terms, and each Congress is a fixed two-year operation. I forget which Congress we're in, but— Like the 43rd or the 143rd. Yeah, something or, like that. Yeah. yeah, it's 200 divided by—you know, 200-something divided by two. So uh, we're currently in, a, in, a, in the Congre- current Congress that started on uh, January of this year— and is going to run through January of 2021, at which point I think January 3rd is when it ends. And then uh, the newly elected uh, representatives, uh, some of whom may be reelected, some of whom will be new, and the, the, the newly elected senators, uh, as well as the ones who weren't up for re-election, will return and they will form a new Congress. And, you know, like they divide things up. Uh, Elect their officers and all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Well, and and they divide up, uh, you know, the records and like the congressional record, like this has happened in this Congress or whatever. So, uh, prorogation acts like that break between the current Congress and the next Congress without actually having to have any elections. So the people who come back from the suspension are exactly the same people who uh, were sitting when uh, Parliament was suspended. Now. This is something that is not in and of itself uh, a shady, underhanded, or bad thing to do. In the same way that um, when, well, so one basic function it has is when Congress ends, uh, all the bills that have been proposed but are currently. That's in this country. In this country, yes, Congress. Yeah. So that are currently. Uh, uh, in limbo, maybe sitting in committee, waiting to be voted on or whatever. Um, Start over. <laughs> any, yeah, any bill that has not been passed into law dies. It is gone. The slate is wiped clean, which is why you can get H.R. 1, a new House, Re- House Resolution 1, every Congress. So uh, Parliament, it's the same way. Uh, so prorogation is something that has been mooted uh for over a year now, actually, uh, there were some suggestions that Theresa May should do it because she proposed, <clears throat> excuse me, so she negotiated a deal uh, for the actual entry process or exit process of the United Kingdom from the European Union. With that controversial Irish backstop. Yeah, uh, controversial, but inescapable. Inescapable. Uh, yep, uh, I agree. Uh, Irish backstop. Yep. And uh, she proposed that. Parliament voted it down. She went back to them, made a few tweaks, but basically the same thing, and it got voted down again. And then the third time. And then (laughs) she wasn't able to bring it a third time because the the Speaker speaker of the House, who, by the way, is also a conservative parliamentarian, just like she is, uh, said, no, no, uh, you can't bring the the same same bill up uh, 
in the same sitting of Congress. Once it, uh, parliament, rather, sorry. Once it's been voted down, it's done. And you have to have a new parliament. Which was which, a shock to many. <laughs> right. But he's right. Yeah. And he said, if you want to bring it up again, you have to prorogue parliament. So since oh, that I moment... I didn't realize. And she didn't. She didn't. Yeah. And Theresa May. So, so one of the reasons why it's not crazy for Boris Johnson to have prorogued parliament uh, is that this parliament, the parliamentary session... Ha, you know, has had gaps and whatnot. They haven't met every day, but has been in session for more than a year. And that, I think, almost is going on a year and a half. And that is unusual uh, in Britain. They usually don't have a session that long. And so prorogation uh, means, right, well, we're, we're, we're cleaning the slate. We're, you know, all the stuff that we haven't finished is now wiped, wiped clean. The desks are empty. Uh, we're going to have more pomp and circumstance. The queen is going to come down and give a speech in parliament. And, we you know, press that reset button. and Right. <laughs> all of that. Um, and prorogation is something that, so, th- so they do it fairly regularly. And, uh, you know, it doesn't have to last that long. They can, like, the, I think uh, the last couple of times parliament was prorogued, it went for four days and 13 days. Yeah. So it's 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 a short recess. It's a nice time to go home and spend more time with your family, right? Or your constituents. <laughs> <laughs> um, in this case, the reason why people are calling shenanigans about Boris Johnson is uh, I think it's brilliant. Uh, it may be, but let's let, <laughs> let me lay out why people are upset, and then certainly you can explain. Because legally speaking, he's on totally solid ground. He's the prime minister. He can do this. He doesn't need Parliament's approval to do it. He did need the Queen's, though. Uh, he does, but the Queen's assent is a formality. Um, she, as I, as I was mentioning earlier, she could do that, but part of the reason why the British monarchy has survived as long as it has uh, with the wealth and prestige that it still enjoys is... Uh, is that it is nonpartisan in, in a truly like we we are literally above it all. It is like like so here's here's the thing. The queen is a citizen of uh, the United Kingdom and she is the head of its government. She is, however, not entitled to a vote in any election. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, it's her government, but she doesn't get to vote for it. Because she's the head of state, she has to be above it. It's like when the Speaker of the House um, has somebody else chair so they can speak to an issue because they're not allowed to speak to an issue from right. the and chair. Right, and I mean, the tradition yeah. in Congress used to be that the Speaker of the House wouldn't cast a vote at yeah. all. Yeah. It was unusual for the Speaker to cast yeah. a vote. Because they're trying century. to yeah. be the arbiter of... <clears throat> right. Very cool. Did not know that. Right. So, I mean, you know, weird little detail. But um, so... Uh, People are upset because uh, Mr. Johnson has called for prorogation not right now. I mean, he could have called for this a month ago or when he took office. He could have called for it earlier. He could have also, my understanding is, like, he basically can say, like, decide when, uh, you know, when he wants it to start and how long he wants it to run. Like, it's, it's at his discretion. And that's what he did. Right. So he could have said, like, you know, we should have a new, we should have a new sitting. So... Uh, Your Majesty, please prorogue Parliament uh, from August 25th. The to... U.S. is Labor Day till right they all till, come back till, to school. Till, <laughs> yeah, exactly. For like, like, give us like a couple of weekends, you know, from last weekend <laughs> through after Labor Day, you know, kind of thing, or whatever, or even you know, from now till the uh, uh, the week after Labor Day, whatever, you know, September 10th, say. He um, didn't do that. No, he didn't. 
He could have. He chose not to. And in fact, uh, the, they're still in session for what two more weeks? I think? Yes, they they will have some more sittings. Uh, when Parliament actually meets, it's it's they say Parliament is sitting. So they're they're have they're in session, but they're sitting. And I don't know. It's it, they, centuries of jargon have crept into all this, and I'm 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 not not sure I'm getting it all right. <laughs> but I think I've got the gist. So um, what that means is that uh, Parliament will have a few more actual business working days where they, they are in session and can argue about things two weeks and cast votes. Yes, it's, it's the next couple of weeks. So I think they're having like six more days of actually being, you know, in session. And then... Oh, do they have Labor Day off? Uh, they might. Who knows? <laughs> I doubt it, though. I, th- I think it's Monday through Wednesday are their working days. Uh then they will be prorogued for over three weeks. Five weeks. Five weeks. Oh, I thought that's it was... why I saw it today. I don't know if that was correct because I was genre. If you could get the dates for us, <laughs> that would be that would be helpful. <clears throat> but I know that it's from basically the middle of September uh, into late October. Uh, certainly, the middle of October. Um, I forget Thus how many days. Preempting them fighting over Brexit for the whole month of October. <laughs> mm, well, no, not exactly, because uh, they will still meet in session for at least a few days before the August, the August, the October thirty first deadline. So uh, there will be time for the for them to pull some kind of last the opposition to pull some kind of last ditch maneuver if they want. Um, and also, uh, yeah, they could do no something confidence. before the, the the parliament is dissolved. Yeah, next two weeks they could. John, do go ahead, please. Uh, one, uh, just going back a little bit, we are in the 116th Congress. Thank you. Currently, uh, second, um, it's been approved, allowing the government to suspend parliament no earlier than Monday, the 9th of September, and no later than Thursday, the 12th of September, and it will go until the 14th of of October. All right, so that means... So four or five weeks. Right, yeah. two and a half, well, right, but that means they'll have 17 days. Parliament will reconvene 17 days before the, the deadline for leaving, which currently means they would leave the European Union with no deal, which uh, would have some serious economic consequences for the United Kingdom. Or they could pre- uh, pass Theresa May's deal in the next two weeks. No, they can't. As it sits, they can. No. They haven't been prorogued yet. Exactly. They can't yeah. They can't pass it in the next two weeks because they haven't been prorogued. I believe you can do a recall where they, they can't submit the bill again, but they lay it on the table like we do. And then you can, no, you can summon it no, up this again. This is the whole point. They voted on it. It's yeah. been voted and rejected. It isn't s- sitting uh, unconsidered. It has been rejected by this parliament. I so, think they, I might be wrong, but we have a thing no, this here. Was, this was the whole point of, of why they, you know, they were saying Theresa May could prorogue Parliament to begin with. Yeah. If she could bring it up again, she would have. Not her, but Parliament itself. We have that here where you'll see people lay something on the table, and then they vote to reconsider, even though it's been voted on and passed oh, I see. or turned down. It's called a vote to reconsider. So I think they could do that. I could be wrong, though. Uh, Which is why it's sort of a fox in a hen if house. If I remember how this went, well, all right. Yeah, my recollection from how from how the arguments about this at the time when uh, Mr. Burkow gave his said like no you can't do this can't reintroduce it right I totally right. agree with you so a vote to reconsider uh, I believe he said different. that would be a uh, that would be basically just having another vote on the same 
issue again, no. You have to prorogue Parliament. You know, the, yeah. the vote to reconsider isn't something that apparently the British... We'll have to find out, because that's... That, a, the, the guy that's who's currently the Speaker of Parliament and gets the final <laughs> say on that, he doesn't think that qualifies. Obviously, someone else... But could. I think he was using different language than we just used. I think there's a... I think there is a, a, a trick in there. So, still... And it and it exists here. You... you well, all right. Yeah, so... so Congress well, different from Parliament. Yeah. Y- you may be right. And as... Uh, and if, I may be totally and, and, wrong. You know, and if our... Um, you know, uh, this friendly is be Republicans in the U.S. Supreme Court have proven to us, you know, <laughs> there's, you know, no reason to actually t- pay any attention to precedent if you don't feel like it. So whoever's actually in making the decision can always do something that's just different from what everybody else Oh, to done. return to the rule of law. <laughs> <laughs> Did the rule of law ever exist? Uh Yes, with asterisks. Ah, okay. <laughs> so, um, oh, so, so anyway, we are. Go ahead, genre. Uh, do the pro pro the thing pro raw the, yeah. the 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 thing Suspension. that you yeah the thing that you guys are the word that I can't pronounce because I'm a dirty American. You're pro rogues. <laughs> um, so, um, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, lawmakers can vote on new laws um, before the basically before the twelfth. Mm-hmm. Um, they are effectively locked out of the building af- after that. But it, uh, as I'm reading this, it doesn't, it doesn't. I can't find anything where it says that they can vote <gasps> maybe on. Maybe one of our listeners will go deeper. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, what, what, so you can't settle because you think. Well, Mike, Mike, Jammer, why don't I, you finish your sentence? What can't you find? I oh. can't find if um, I, I haven't found anything that says that they can revote on on Theresa May's reconsider yeah. Theresa yeah. May's things. Um, but uh, if they. If they can, they only have until the twelfth at the latest to do so, right. uh, which is twelve days from now. Yeah, which is un- weeks from unlikely. Now, yeah. Yeah. So, would you uh, say six days, three days a week? They work. They us- uh, usually, yeah. So, um, I mean, obviously, they can call special sessions and whatever. And but. they were going to come back early too, because they this happened while they were out on vacation or whatever yeah. they do. So. Yeah. Uh, but they could indeed approve the deal Theresa May negotiated when they come back uh, after they've been prorogued on uh, October 14th. Um, but so we have, we have a few minutes before we take our mid, mid-show break. So tell me more about why Boris Johnson's a political genius. And, and I almost said Boris Yeltsin. <laughs> I, his hair doesn't have a thing. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, the difference? I'm, I'm pretty sure Boris Johnson's still on his first liver. So, um, <laughs> I just get the Brits and the Russians mixed up. What can I say? Da. Da. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what was the question? <laughs> My question was, you were talking about how you think he's brilliant. I thought Please it was a brilliant. Please tell us more about it. I thought it was a brilliant first move. Okay. First move towards what? What? Why is it brilliant? It, because the country is sick of the hassling over Brexit, no Brexit, what Brexit. Uh, that's he, definitely true. Yeah. And he 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 called everybody on it. I think he like called the cards, and we'll see what they do. He may it may blow up his prime ministership, and you know they may do a would you call it a, um, a no confidence vote of vote. no confidence. Yeah, they could do that this week, but you know they probably won't. It's like he threw the steering wheel. We've talked about game theory before. He's the, you're playing chicken, right? And the guy coming down the hill in the truck throws his steering wheel out the window. You have to turn away because 
he's just worsened his payoff. So he's he's basically put his chips all in. I thought it was brilliant. I it surprised me that he did it. So so you think he's playing chicken with whom? His voters? No, the, the other parliament. people in Parliament or the European Union? Parliament. Parliament. Yeah, okay. I I think that he's going to handle whatever transpires. He's going to try and handle a Brexit with no deal or a Brexit with a deal. He's basically seeing you and call you know seeing you, raising your five and calling it. Yeah. So that's my opinion. Uh, f- further research, I can't find anything about reconsidering in the British. Uh, uh, yeah, I've I've been pouring through stuff. So yeah, make up some words uh, like perogering and perogering, perogying. Anyway, in this country, you can do it. So. Uh, well, yeah, in this country, definitely. Yeah. But I think that um, uh, really with that, until they as far as I can tell. Um, it, I would fall on Mike's side that where they they've already ba- basically in this law they've already voted for the law they've already voted down the law so they would have to um, bring it back through the system of right. law uh, and create a new one and vote on it in that in that way I don't think they can just take the law whole cloth right and then, exactly and that's and, why um, they, that's why proroguing was talked about back when Theresa May was prime minister right yeah. um, I also want to say that I was looking into uh why he might do this and i thought that it was because he wants a no deal brexit because he's a madman sorry and (laughs) i found uh it's not on our approved list of of sources but i found an opinion piece on foreign policy um dot com uh where they were saying that um boris johnson doesn't want a no deal brexit he wants to win an election that's what I've heard too. Uh, Win what election? His? They well, um, well, he is. He he said that he would leave on the thirty first. Uh, with with deal or no deal, he's only going to be oh leave here. Brexit, not leave. Uh, no, he's going to leave his office. Oh, he's going to leave his office. Wait, when did he say that? I didn't I, hear that. That's that's what. I, okay, I'll look. I'll look up Who's, this. Well, can you um, tell us it, the author? We're at on the that? midpoint. Why yeah. don't we take a quick break? You can well, check that, and then we can come back to talk about. Sure. Okay. You know what election are we talking about? <laughs> I have I have some thoughts on that, and I think you know, I'm, I'm told our listeners might respond well to suspense. So, <laughs> who said that? Uh, it might be the voices in my head. I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, it's called the tease. There. <laughs> They, they, they like a good show. Anyway, we're going to play some PSAs, promos, and station IDs, and then we'll be back with more civil politics here on Valley Free Radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Hey, Mom, how about this game? What's it rated? Uh, let's see. T for teen with violence and suggestive themes? Uh, no. Video games are fun, but not all games are right for all players. Look for the rating symbol and content descriptors and read the rating summaries that tell you what's actually in the game. This one better? Oh, much. For more information about ratings and rating summaries, visit ESRB.org. Forbes Library offers free access to computers, and now they are equipped with tools to make them easier to use if you are blind or have low vision. When you come into Forbes Library, you will find computers with JAWS screen reading and magnification software installed. Trained library staff are available to get you started. These services were brought to you with federal funds provided by the Institute of Museum and Library Services and administered by the Massachusetts Board of Library Commissioners. Call 413-587-1012 to find out more. 
You are listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM. I'm Mayor David Narkowitz, and I support Northampton's community radio station. Sure, humans can be a little weird at times, but take it from me, I'm a dog. And a person is about the best thing that can happen to a shelter pet. So if you want to learn how you can be that person, get down to your local pet shelter or visit the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Do you gamble more often and longer than you planned? Have other people suggested you may have a gambling problem? Do you wish you could stop or cut down your gambling, but you just can't? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you may have a gambling problem. We understand the problem. We can help. We're the Mass Council on Compulsive Gambling. Please call us at 1-800-426-1234 or chat with us online at masscompulsivegambling.org. The confidential helpline number is 1-800-426-1234. VFR listeners, this is Bob Balo. I'm at the controls in the VFR studio every Monday morning from 6 till 9 a.m. I play music and I talk. And I give the time and temperature. Also, I drink a lot of coffee. Then I go home. But I faithfully return every Monday morning, 6 till 9 a.m., on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP, Northampton. It's important to make sure your family has a plan in case of an emergency. We talked to this family to see if each of them knew where to meet if they were not together when something happened. If a natural disaster happened and we were outside the home, we would all meet at the park. That's our meeting point. I meet with our neighbor's house because she is my mom's good friend. We all have a meeting spot, which is a bus stop. Is your plan any better? To learn more about making an emergency plan for your family, go to www.mass.gov slash MEMA. Brought to you by the Ready, Massachusetts, U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. You work hard for your wages, so you need to know most workers should receive at least the federal minimum wage and hopefully more. Also, most workers should receive overtime if they work more than 40 hours in seven days. These are the laws for everyone, documented or not. Have questions about your wages? Call the U.S. Department of Labor Wage in Our Division. It's free and confidential. Call 1-866-487-9243. That's 1-866-4-US-WAGE. We can help. A message from the U.S. Department of Labor. For all the best in Americana, check out Roots & More Tuesday morning from 7 to 9. From blues, folk and rock to Cajun, Zydeco and alternative country, Roots & More brings you emerging artists, new releases and older favorites. Tune in Tuesday morning from 7 to 9 on Valley Free Radio. My name is Amanda Messer. I'm 17 years old and I'm a student from Turner's Falls High School. Billboard bodies. Does anybody really look like that? Someone could be flipping through a magazine, looking at that pretty girl or that buffed out guy, then go gag themselves. We need to love our looks for what they are, other than what people say they need to be. People can have beauty no matter what they look like. Beauty only comes from the, from the heart, soul, and mind. Most magazines emphasize the outside when it's the inside that really matters. A change in society would be most ideal for everyone. I never get the flu. My kids don't need more shots. I don't have time. We're all healthy. My asthma's under control. I'm pregnant. I've had the flu. It's not a big deal. My kids are too old for flu. The media is exaggerated. I can fight it naturally. No matter how you build your excuses, the flu can blow your house down. Keep your foundation strong. Vaccinate. Learn more at flu.gov. 
A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And we're back <laughs> with Civil Politics on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm John Ray. I'm here with Sue and Mike. Hi. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey there. <laughs> we just heard a... Uh, APSA about um, the flu and I want to I want to make because it just reminded me like I need to get my flu shot and I want to make sure everybody knows that the flu vaccine is out right now for this year uh, it has been out for a couple weeks so yes yeah, uh, so <laughs> if um uh, if you need the flu shot, everybody needs the flu shot. But if you um, if you want to get the the vaccine, then you can right now. Uh, go to your doctor or sometimes your um, employer. New strain for this year just came out. Right? What's that? The new strain. Yes, for this year the the strain out. for this year uh, came out in mid August. So um, go to your doctor or to a pharmacy or uh, sometimes people's employer have have uh, uh, flu shot days. Um, but remember There's signs up i think i've started to see some mm-hmm. signs everywhere right. exactly so uh remember to uh get your flu shot i need i definitely need to get one especially if you are vulnerable if you are elderly if you have uh if you are immunocompromised in some way and you can still get the flu shot um and, or and especially if you are around young children who cannot get the flu shot who might get the flu because the the flu will hurt them Way more than adults. And also, vaccinations are like a way to give yourself a little bit of a superpower. So, I mean, get vaccinated. I mean, if it's irradiated. Well, even if it isn't. Just, you know, that's why I, <laughs> as as listeners to the show may or may not know, but you guys know because I blather about it at supper all the time. I would love to get every kind of vaccine they have. And I am the opposite. Right. Strong immune system, eat dirt. Get exposure. In other words, you have a different way to approach the same goal. <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're arguing about methodology and not. Well, yeah. <laughs> I just want to put that out there because there are a lot of people that believe it's a if it's a minor disease that it's better to get rubella than to get the shot because it's you know it's a nothing disease if you're not a pregnant woman. So the immunity is much longer lasting and much more thorough but that's we're talking about the flu though yes the yeah. flu is a different issue yes yeah. we're talking about the flu shot i was just he was going theoretical so i had to ah. but yeah i'm talking listeners. about the flu shot everybody should get the flu shot yes because absolutely. it can kill you increase your your roster of superpowers everyone <laughs> yeah get the flu shot the mumps so, mmr we can talk about at another time but um this is this is the flu shot so it and it's uh specifically made to try to combat the specific flu strain that's going around for that year for this year uh so um uh, it just came out that's great yeah it just came out there's no way to have an uh, immunity to this new specifically for this new strain of of flu so uh everybody try to get their your flu shot um uh if you can't get people around you to get the flu shot so you don't get sick and there there you go and uh, if all else fails, get bitten by a radioactive Boris Johnson, because I'm told that can give you all kinds of strange immunities to things. Um, which gets us back to... Uh, His hair is like Bernie Sanders. He's <laughs> not that wild. <laughs> he Just makes like it Bernie. that way. Yeah, he never combes it. John Just Johnson like deliberately messes it up. No, actually. I mean, uh, when he goes through makeup. If, when, he, when he's about to go on TV, they do his hair, they do his makeup and everything like that. Bernie? No, oh. uh, Johnson. When he gets... 
into the chair and everything just before it, they, they go alive. He musses it up. Like, and he doesn't like it. Yeah. No, no, he wants to look like that. He's he's It's part of a look, and he's also found it useful to be seen as a bit comical and less threatening. Yeah. He, that, that's a, that's an intentional thing. Uh, it's not, Bernie, Bernie's hair can't be controlled. It can't be constrained. <laughs> no matter what kind of product, it will always look like that because it is, it is wild because it's growing out of his brain. <laughs> Bernie's too busy to get up to, to take care of his hair. And since his mom is gone, there's no one there to sort of go, no, stop. Ah, mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So Boris Johnson so, is motherless. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Actually, so, I don't know if uh, Boris Johnson's mother's still um, alive. I just I know Bernie Sanders isn't. Speaking of Boris Johnson, I was trying to do more research, and I know I saw something about him leaving, but I can't find the exact source, so I'm going to retract that. The article that I was talking about in, in the um, foreign policy, uh, it was saying that there are rumors that he would he would be calling for oh, a new election Which would kind uh, of very soon. Um, too, yeah, and they were saying that, and I can post this, again, it's not part of our approved um, thing, but this is an opinion piece, so I think it kind of sidesteps that, but um, the they he they are saying that he's he wants to do the prorogation. Yeah, that thing, to create controversy. So that would help his party in, in election. Election. Yeah. and consolidate power. Very exactly. interesting well, opinion. S- we were talking about it while we, so you guys were listening to PSAs. I can't so. remember what the time frame is, and I don't know if this is something John can easily look up. But um, because Theresa May called for elections uh, a couple of years ago, I guess maybe now? a year and a half, right yeah. after she took over. Right. So. Um, and she lost seats. She did, which was, <coughs> was which a surprised mistake. her. And and, and, <laughs> and, and Johnson, uh, there was a by-election that cost uh, uh, the conservatives another seat. So their majority is down to the absolute minimum it can possibly be. So if this all um, works and then he after calls Johnson, election, right. he, he well, might actually bump himself up. But, could well be. He, or he could be. <laughs> well, could well be. And uh, if he's going to maintain power, he's got nowhere to go but up. You know, once once he actually wins a majority, but the um, the the thing is, he's not legally able to call an election on his own. He can't call to dissolve Parliament and say we're going to have new elections the way Theresa May did. I don't think because there has to be a certain minimum time between when elections can be called. There's a there there there's a a window like Parliament uh, between parliamentary elections. It has to be at least a certain amount of time and I think at most every 5 years. I think don't think you can go more than 5 years without having a new that's general so election. For, it's so different Absolutely. From us. Well, part of that's because of the way parliament is structured where uh, a majority of parliament determines who the chief executive is. So, which one, is very different from us, right? The executive branch and the legislative branch are just different. They are yeah. the same in the British system, and so and no written constitution. We talked about this before right, we right. went on the air. I'm blown away by that. I had no idea they had no written constitution. Well, they never right. I mean, yes, they don't have a formal document which they call their constitution, which is drafted, which specifically spells out anything. Uh, right. What <laughs> what their specific uh, right? I mean, they it's have a five like, year term. Thank you. Five years. All right. So they have like so a no long. They have a long uh, uh, code of laws going back a thousand years, and 
there's all kinds of things that are Case legal law. and not legal. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, so Johnson it? can't c- call for a new election right now. Well, f- but max of five years. Right, max of five years. What's the minimum though? Because she had it a year and a half. We think I ago. think it's two and a half years, but that's the thing I wasn't yeah. sure. That's why I was hoping Jarmer yeah. could look that up because I could be just wrong. I don't remember. Um, but the set that aside, the point is Johnson can't call for an election. An election can be forced, however. If there's a vote of no confidence and it passes, then he's required to require to resign as prime minister. And once that happens, the government basically falls. So there's this chain of dominoes that but leads she, to... she did call for one. Right, exactly. Yeah. Because yes. that, that was something she was entitled to do because she took over from, what Cameron. was his name, David Cameron, the... the yeah. The By the way, guy. do you think Pete Buttigieg looks like Tony Blair? No, I have I have no opinion on that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Next time you look at, I don't think so. What? I really don't think so. He's sort of elfin. Uh, anyway, yeah, I don't know. Um, sorry, I, I went can't from pic- David Cameron to Tony Blair. So. I can't picture <laughs> either of them right now. So um, I would say um, I like Tony Blair. I, I think it's not I, a rude I, comment. Yeah. Why are you on Tony Blair right We're now? We're talking about the prime ministers of <laughs> um, England. I mean, of, Tony Blair. He, he, uh, I, I don't think UK. I don't think George W. Bush could have had a, a better sidekick. So um, I would say that um, uh, God, I've lost the thread. Sorry. I've, what? Can she call for an election? What's going to happen? Right, right, right. Can Thank you. Election, so, so, so Johnson can't do that. See, I was but, listening to you. Well, God, somebody was, because <laughs> I certainly wasn't. Um, by uh, forcing prorogation, he is, I think, sort of throwing the steering wheel out the window towards his parliamentary opposition and saying, like, okay, guys, you yeah. got a problem with me? Yeah? Yeah? You got yeah. a big deal? You know, he's stretching his arms wide, <laughs> you know, doing the whole street fighter strut and saying, yeah. okay, guys, come for me. People are with me. Let's get this done. Well, are they? I, I I don't know what his position is, but I, I well I think his position is that um, get get it done. Well, I think he, I, I think he's rolling the dice. I think you're right about that. I think he's gambling that he can uh, motivate and consolidate uh, the people who want Brexit to to pull together and vote for him. That the people who might go for the Brexit party will sort of mar- will flock to Boris Johnson and push the conservatives. And he uh, was always Brexit. I mean, he he was in favor of Brexit all through the... In fact, you guys used to say that he told all these lies about how much money the public, the yeah, national health system... and He did lie. He... he, he and that was Johnson actually, uh, before this actually as the whole ball got rolling Johnson actually wrote some editorials about why Brexit was a bad idea and then formally came out and said he was for it. Yeah. So... Uh, and he was way for it. He was on the, the buses with the microphones and everything. Johnson is an opportunist, and he 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 is not uh, ashamed of going all in when he when he smells blood in the water. Um, uh, I, I don't like the man, so yeah, I, I think, think that he's, with I think he's solace. And I read his book on Winston Churchill was fabulous, and he's a Latin and Greek scholar. So I'm just going to sit with that. I'm sorry, John. What were you going to say? Scholars can be jerks too. It's true. <laughs> Many of them are. Uh, uh, I found another article about about this as well on The Guardian, which is one of our approved sources. Um, what both of them say is that he that they think that he's trying to uh, do a people versus parliament 
Um, yes. And that would be the, the vote of no confidence thing that you were talking about. Uh, and this would having a no like back like forcing uh either a no deal brexit or um doing all this would trigger that and solidify the um the brexit backers uh for and fracture the uh um the labor and green parties and everything like that um they would be across the board about it and his power base would be all in on one right. on one it's, thing, it's, it would it, be like the GOP being lockstep. Well, it's a trick that might work because, um, well, it's clear that the majority of the British populace think Brexit is a bad idea and don't want to do it anymore. Because uh, if you look at like who gets, you know, what parties have gotten votes, the parties that are against Brexit have gotten more votes overall than the parties that are for it. Sometimes that's a motivational thing. Could be. But it's also well, but it is also a uh, different people have different votes. Well, they have different different. Well, Trump got more electoral votes. Yes. But I mean, people have different ideas about how to go about this. Um, So, uh, you know, the Scottish National Party has uh, the second biggest opposition voting bloc because pretty much everybody in Scotland is voting for them and not for uh, and some, labor. One of the senior leaders, just not Nicole... Um, Nicola Sturgeon? Not her, but somebody else, uh, another in the... In, it's not SNAP, it's SNP. They just resigned. I saw something when I was uh, uh, looking at the news okay. today. I, I don't... Anyway, yeah, and it, it was sort of like they didn't want to be involved in this at all. It was it was interesting. All right, well, so, I, I missed that. Sorry, I missed the name. <clears throat> no, that's fine. So... Um, SNP, but the point is, because right. uh, the British Parliament, the British uh, electoral system uses the classic first past the post, it's you don't have to win a majority, you just have to win the largest slice of the pie, the plurality. So if the pro Brexit people all consolidate behind Boris Johnson, he can get 35% of the vote and win. Yeah. Because if everybody else is divided uh, amongst other parties and other options, uh, they can lose. And, and, and the opposition to this is indeed fractured because uh, there are some people who think Brexit is a terrible idea, and they're right. And then there are people who think Brexit might be an okay idea, but we have to have but only with a negotiated depends. agreement. Yeah. yeah, it depends on how yeah. we leave. Yeah. Right. And, and, and part of the reason why this is all so contentious and confused and muddled after three years um, four years, I guess. It's going to be hard to since do since the campaign started. I remember that cartoon you sent. Yeah, it's yeah. really which, good. Which Charmer's linked to. Yeah. Um, uh, part of the reason why it's so complicated is nobody's ever ever spelled out to the British populace. This is specifically the Brexit we're talking about. The actual ballot measure that they voted on, the referendum back in 2016, said, "Will the UK remain stay? You know, remain part of the EU, or will it leave?" And you know that that's that's a very big policy goal dis, dis, discussion, and at a very sort of very broad strategy. Which way do you want to go? Headline, really? Right. It's like in that respect, it's perfectly adequate. It's like A or B. But once you say, if you say A, hey, we're going to remain, then it's like, oh, okay, the status quo. What we've got right now is going to continue. Fine. That's easy. Done. But when you say, well, we're going to change the status quo, we'll change it how? And when it's a profound change, like the dozens of international agreements and uh, reciprocal arrangements and all kinds of other things that Britain has been enjoying because of its increasing enmeshment in the European community, uh, you know, 
like like this stuff gets confusing because it's like you know there's a difference between like will Britain be in a customs union with the EU once it leaves? Well, will it be in a single market once it leaves? And those are two different things. And I'm like, wait, aren't they the same thing? No, they are not. You know, and uh, yeah, so it gets it gets really complicated. And when you want to specify which one you want, that's when people start to really break down. That's why laws and writing, putting things in writing are really good. Well, it's one of the reasons why representative government is also a useful thing. And uh, With no only one... two parties, though? Well, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, regardless of, of, of your objections to how we have parties or they have parties, um, if one is going to have direct suffrage, as one did with the... Um, the referendum in 2016, I think he, I think one has to um, uh, go back to the people with a more specific vote. Like, okay, so you guys said Brexit sounded cool in principle. You said Here, Trump. You said Clinton. What did you really mean by that? Well, what did you mean by here's a general policy direction? Yes, we want <laughs> we want single payer health care. We want socialized medicine. Right. That's that's our ballot question. Do you want socialized medicine? Well, yes. Well, what does that mean? Do you want like the government to own everything? Do you just want Medicare for all? Do you want Obamacare? There's a bunch of different ways to go towards something like socialized medicine, you know, or or even even change it around and say, like, do you want the United States to provide health care for every person in the United States? See, that's what leadership is for. Well, that's what leadership is for. <laughs> But it's not to tell you not what you want, but show you how you figure out what you want. Yeah, sure. But that isn't what they did. They 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 had this ballot measure. And once they did that, they elected Trump. And now everybody's saying, well, what did you mean by voting for him? Uh, no, we're talking about Britain right now. I know Trump is the president of the United States. No, I know. I'm I'm making a comparison that it's the same thing. They voted for the headline Trump. All right. Sure. I I I. Okay. Uh, we do we have to wrap time. up. Well, we do have to wrap up. <laughs> I'm not actually not the popular vote. I'm sorry. They voted for Clinton for the popular vote. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of why I'm like, no, this isn't really a good parallel um, because Brexit did win, you know, like 52 to 48. It it absolutely did win the, the, the turnout of the popular overall vote. Then. But um, yeah, so the, it's, it's all very complicated. And the general election might be a way to resolve that because if it's like vote for Boris and we get Brexit somehow vote for the vote for somebody else especially if they can come together and it'll it'll yeah. be very interesting be strategy though and I didn't catch that when John found that article very nice yeah uh, yeah I and and there's still so much more about we can talk <laughs> about with all the tactics and whatnot but John was uh, making the uh, uh, cutthroat gesture so I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start wrapping the show up before he prorogues me. <laughs> Some kind of sneak attack, I think. Um, so that's going to do it for civil politics tonight here on Valley Free Radio. Uh, coming up next is subculture, uh, followed by table of contents at 10 and then OK Asia at midnight with uh, encore presentations of drum and bass with DJ Fife and then dark wave at 2 and 4 a.m. Uh, podcasts of this show are going to be uploaded to iTunes and Stitcher, etc., etc. ad nauseum. As podcast services become available, Drama puts more stuff on them. And, um, yeah, we are going to have a rebroadcast of this show, our own encore presentation, next Monday at 4 p.m. So I hope you'll join us then. 
I just wanted to add, um, I have a new podcast that um, Planetside has just premiered. Uh, it's called I Shouldn't Have to Say This. Uh, it's a uh, opinion podcast with my friend Nicole. Our first episode is just out right now. It's about uh, Google Stadia, the game game delivery service, and more broadly, um, the importance of, broadca- of uh, broadband access in America. So if you go to saythiscast.pinecast.co, and a link will be on the website, um, or you can follow us on Twitter, at saythiscast, then it would be it'd be really great. Did you talk about Penny Geis and the push for community broadcast in Northampton? We did community not broadband. Uh, wow. <laughs> we're t- we're we trying Rachel for more. About uh, that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we tried to, to do like more of a broader thing. Cool. But um, yeah. So say this cast or just look for. I shouldn't have to say this on any of the podcaster service podcast services, Google Play and and Spotify and all that. So. All right. Well, thank you very much, John Roth. So uh, that's going to do it for uh, the crew, cast and crew here at Civil Politics, part of the Planetside Productions family of podcasts. <laughs> uh, and thank you for listening to us here on Valley Free Radio. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.